it's January 26th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. We have more visibility on the Leopard 2 transfers to Ukraine this morning. Germany and its European partners plan to quickly send two Leopard 2 tank battalions to Ukraine, suggesting about 80 vehicles, the government in Berlin announced Wednesday, adding that Germany would provide one company of 14 Leopard 2 A6 tanks as a first step, according to Politico Europe. German Defense Minister Boris Pistorius told reporters that the training of Ukrainian crews on the tanks will begin very soon and that the Leopards will be arriving in Ukraine in about two months. Other countries likely to send Leopards to the war against Russia include Poland, Spain, Norway, and Finland. In addition to the tanks, Germany will also send two tank recovery vehicles, Germany's deputy defense minister said in a letter to defense policy lawmakers seen by Politico. The Times of Israel reports that nine Palestinians were killed, among them an elderly woman, and several were wounded during fierce clashes between Israeli troops and gunmen in the northern West Bank city of Jenin this morning, Palestinian health officials said. In a statement, the Israel Defense Forces said troops entered the Jenin refugee camp to foil imminent attack plans by a local wing of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terror group. During an attempt to arrest them, the wanted men opened fire and were killed in an exchange of fire with our forces, the IDF said. Three members of the PIJ cell were killed and a fourth was arrested, according to the military. Jenin is widely seen as a hotbed of terrorist activity and has been the focus of many of the raids. The clashes this morning marked the deadliest Israeli raid in the West Bank in years. Deutsche Welle is reporting that Indian police arrested several students in New Delhi yesterday at a screening of a BBC documentary about Prime Minister Narendra Modi. There were similar scenes at other universities this week as the fight between the Indian government and the UK broadcaster BBC entered its next round. New Delhi is seeking to stop anyone in the country from seeing the two-part documentary entitled India, the Modi Question, which looks at the Prime Minister and his role in Indian politics. The Modi administration has called the film propaganda and has banned it from being streamed or shared on social media. Twitter and YouTube have complied with the order and universities, too, are blocking student screenings of the film. My suggestion? Get a VPN, set your location to the United Kingdom, and click the link in the show notes to watch the documentary. Elsewhere, the BBC reports that France has agreed to a request from Burkina Faso's military leaders to withdraw all its troops from the country. Burkina Faso which is currently battling an Islamist insurgency, says it wants to defend itself. 
There are currently 400 French special forces in Burkina Faso who have just one month to leave. On Thursday, France said it would also recall its ambassador to the country for consultations. Burkina Faso's junta had demanded the ambassador's replacement over his comments about the country's deteriorating security situation. France has kept close military links with many of its former colonies in West Africa and has been helping several of them fight jihadists who are active across the region under the now-terminated Operation Barkane. According to the Asahi Shinban, the production of opium in Myanmar has flourished since the military seizure of power, with the cultivation of poppies up by a third in the past year as eradication efforts have dropped off and the faltering economy has led more people toward the drug trade, according to a UN report released this morning. In 2022, in the first full growing season since the military gained control, Myanmar saw a 33% increase in cultivation area to 99,090 acres, according to the report by the UN Office on Drugs and Crime. The overall value of the Myanmar opiate economy, based on UN estimates, ranges between $660 million and $2 billion, depending on how much was sold locally and how much of the raw opium was processed into heroin or other drugs. Most of the opium exported by Myanmar goes to China and Vietnam, while heroin goes to many countries across the region. Al Jazeera is reporting that a group of left-wing politicians in Peru have submitted a motion of impeachment against President Dina Bolarte over her handling of nearly two months of protests following the removal of her predecessor, Pedro Castillo. Some 56 people have died amid violent confrontations between protesters and the security services. The legislators, allies of Castillo, are filing the motion on the grounds of Bolarte's alleged permanent moral incapacity, according to Al Jazeera's Mariana Sanchez, who is in the capital. According to reporting by the AP, Witnesses allege that several dozen civilians and fighters have been killed in the latest clashes between Oromo and Amhara ethnic groups in central Ethiopia. The fighting erupted Saturday in the Amhara region. One witness, like others speaking on the condition of anonymity for fear of retaliation, told the AP, that fighters thought to be with the rebel Oromo Liberation Army attacked a camp used by Amhara Special Forces and killed more than 20 of them. The witness said they helped to bury three civilians as well. Another witness involved in burials said several dozen bodies had been collected. The Amhara regional government yesterday confirmed the clashes and said members of the Federal Army, Federal Police, and Amhara Regional Forces were working to bring the situation under control. In lighter news from the UPI, a mattress reviewing website is seeking study participants willing to get paid $1,000 to eat cheese snacks before going to sleep. Sleep Junkie 
announced it is seeking five dairy dreamers for a study that seeks to address the commonly held belief that consuming cheese or other dairy products before bed leads to nightmares. We also want to look at, if this is true, do different cheeses have more of an effect than others, the company's post states. The five chosen dairy dreamers will be asked to track their sleep and provide written evaluations of their sleep quality, energy level throughout the day, and reports on dreams and nightmares after consuming various cheese products before going to sleep. The study will last for three months. Applications are being accepted through February 10th. I'm sorry to say that this will be my last DSR Daily Brief, as I found a very exciting opportunity. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with John Timmon of the Truman National Security Project about the latest news coming from Africa. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>